Have you ever been frustrated trying to build a business that you love, connect deeper with your family, and take care of your physical and mental health, but it just seems like you never have time? In my search for those answers, I found out that there are three very specific things that family-driven entrepreneurs do in order to excel in it all. If you're someone who's interested in learning these three things, we have a free upcoming training that you can register for so we can share these three things to help you succeed faster. Check out the show notes or go to modernleadership.us forward slash workshop. This is a limited time workshop, which will be recorded just in case you can't make it live. Thank you for being willing to lean in and continue to grow. And above all, keep leading from the front leader. What is up, my people? You're listening to Master Your Mindset with Coach Mark. I'm your host, Mark Hildebrand. I'm a husband, a father, a 10-year online mindset coach, and a 19-year law enforcement officer from Southern California who struggle with bringing that same kind of time and energy to my health and family that I was giving to my career and my business. Through that process, I discovered I could excel in every area if I was willing to master my mindset. Now, this podcast was designed for ambitious, high-performing leaders who want to achieve more in their life, but refuse to do so at the cost of the other important areas of their life, including their health and their family. If that's you, it's time to dive into today's show. Don't forget to grab a free copy of my international best-selling book, Mastering Your Life Through Self-Coaching. You can head over to the show notes or go to mindsetwithmark.com forward slash book. I'll take care of the book if you take care of the shipping. Thanks for spending this short time with me, but remember, you don't get better by consuming, you get better by acting. Let's go. What is going on, my people? Welcome back to another Monday episode. I have another amazing guest. I know I say that every single Monday and it's for good reason. Today, we have Shay Brocker here on the podcast. So who is Shay? Shay is a certified life and success coach who teaches passion-driven people mindset tools to activate their confidence, regulate their emotions, and show up consistently in life and business. She's a former collegiate athlete, and she holds a Bachelor of Science in Kinesiology from Cal State University, Monterey Bay, and a Master of Arts in Sports Management from the University of San Francisco. As a recovering conventional path follower, which I cannot wait to get into that, um, who was burnt out and unfulfilled by the early age of 25, she began coaching to help others live up to their fullest potential by reprogramming, limiting beliefs, and prioritizing personal development. Her mission is to empower clients to become their own coach by teaching them effective tools and techniques so they can access, uh, so they can access at any time to redirect their energy and move through fear. I love that so much. It's so much in alignment with a lot of the stuff that I talk about here, Shay. Uh, so great to have you on the podcast. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. What a great intro. Oh, it's, I'm telling you, it's when I'm reading this, I'm like, wow, this is, it's going to be an incredible show. So here's kind of like how I like to start Shay. And I, I like, um, I like my guests to get a few minutes to kind of like brag, um, because I want people to understand what they're going to get out of this show. So one of the questions that I start off with is like, um, why should somebody continue to listen to us today? So I know they get to like the two minute part of this podcast and they're like, ah, should I just fast forward and move on to the next one? So I want you to answer that, like maybe based off of some of the things that you've been able to go through or struggle through yourself or what you've been able to help people through, like what would them continuing to listen today? What do you think that they're going to get from this? I think that I take a very practical approach to this kind of stuff. I think a lot of it can be, you know, people think about personal development or they try to start a personal development journey. You feel like you have to do all the things, right? There's so many people talking about it. Um, there's so many different philosophies that people have. And I like to just take a really practical approach. Like I said, I feel like I was a woman who was kind of ruled by her emotions for her entire life. And so Mm. that's kind of the, you know, that's kind of the 
the path that I take with my clients is just learning how to get in control of your emotions. And like I said, just being in control of what you have control over and just letting go of the rest, which has been a lot, you know, it's a lot easier said than done. Um, but I find that with a lot of clients, like oftentimes we just kind of push our emotions away. We don't allow ourselves to feel them and then they end up bubbling up and Mm. we react in a way that we're not super proud of. And so that's Mm. why I'm super passionate about helping women, um, by really empowering them with mindset tools and things that they can do to shift their state whenever they desire. I love that. I love that. I love that because you're so right. Like I found like in, even in my personal life, like when I have those emotions that I don't know how to deal with. I will either buffer them away, like do something that is not in congruence with my goals, or I'll react to something. And I always go back later and apologize. And I'm like, man, it's because I wasn't able to really control that response after that emotion. So here's the thing. I know a lot of times, a lot of us create businesses. We become coaches. We help inspire other people as a result of us going through stuff ourselves. So I kind of want to hear the backstory, um, Shay's backstory in terms of like, how did you get to where you are today? And did you have to struggle through something similar yourself? Yeah, I definitely have had different struggles throughout my life. You know, like you said in the intro, by 25, I was so miserable and burnt out. I, like you said too, I'm, I kind of call myself a recovering conventional path follower because I did all the things that I was supposed to do. You know, everything that my mom and my dad and my grandparents, you know, you go to school, I got a scholarship to go play softball. I graduated in four years, went and got my master's, got the job. And by 25, I was like, this is it. Like, I was just so not happy. I so wasn't fulfilled. And so from that experience, I kind of took a step back. And I was the first time in my life that I didn't have a plan. I've had a life plan since I was like 10. Mm -hmm. You know, I just always knew I was going to do X, Y, and Z. And so at that point, I was like, you know what? Like, I don't want to wake up at 50 and be miserable and regret not taking a chance right now. And my family kind of thought I was crazy. I left this dream job and I picked up like a part-time job. I didn't have insurance. I just graduated with an $80,000 a master's degree. And my family's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, you know what? I believed in myself so much that even when other people couldn't see it, I knew that I would be able to make whatever I want happen. Mm -hmm. So that was just a really interesting experience to go through because like I said, it was the first time I left something without a plan. And I really just had to trust myself in the universe that, you know, I was going to be taken care of. And so from that experience, like I said, I got some part-time jobs. I was just kind of putting things together and I hired my first coach. And after like my first few sessions, I was like, this is what I want to do because I love to be in the trenches with people. I love, I can hold space for very deep emotions. I have very deep emotions and I know that that can be scary and intimidating. And for many years, like I said, I just pushed them away and I tried to not feel things and they came out in really not good ways. And so I would say that was like just a big reason. That's a big why of mine is I don't want to regret anything. And I want to, I want to leave an impact on this world. And I think it starts with self. I'm big on like with my clients, like you are the ripple effect. You worry about yourself, you take care of yourself and you're going to create a ripple effect for those around you um, and make everything better. I love it. I love it. And I can tell you, you're already making that ripple effect. I can just feel it like through your energy right now. So you were talking a lot about belief in yourself. And I find that a lot of people will sometimes say it out loud that they believe in themselves, but really deep down inside, they have this, like, they're not good enough, or they could never do enough, or they can't work enough, or they can't, you know, they have that limit, those limiting beliefs in there was, was belief in yourself, something that you always had, or was it something that you developed over time? I'd like to hear about that. You know, I think growing up an athlete, it did great things for my confidence, but I always struggled with body image. 
when I was 19, I lost 50 pounds in college. And that was kind of like my first introduction into personal transformation. Mm -hmm. I, when I was 19, I just, I can remember the day, like it was yesterday. I went home for winter break and I was getting ready to go out with friends and I put clothes on and I was so miserable. Like I was so upset at how I was feeling. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. The next day I walked into a Weight Watchers and I never looked back. And so, like I said, that was my first little introduction into like, oh, I can change and I can be whoever I want to be. And so from that experience, like I really got into personal development and then, you know, from there it was a little meditation and it just kind of evolved. And so I think with doing that work and getting to know myself on a deep level, that's really where that self-belief came from. But I do think, I do think sports had something to do with that. But once I got into the real world and I didn't have that identity of an athlete anymore, Mm -hmm. that was like, that was a shock to me. I was like, oh, okay. Like there's no recognition or there's nobody telling Mm -hmm. me I'm doing good or this is the right thing. And so I had to like turn inward and validate myself. I love that. And, and let me ask you, like, how, how were you able to do that? I know you said a lot of it like started when you started to work with a coach, right? When you, when you started to read uh, personal development, when you really dove into that, but like, how were you able to like redirect that and look within yourself? Because like you said, you were like in their twenties, like, I wish I had gotten into personal development in my twenties because back then I knew it all. You know what I mean? I, I'm just going to come out and say it. Yeah. Like my ego would say, Oh no, I, I, I already know exactly what's going on. And, and in reality, I, I didn't know what I didn't know. So um, how were you able to do that? I think, you know, what's funny is something I'm so grateful for my husband for is my husband took a meditation class in college Mm. and, you know, he was meditating and I'm like, okay, that's cool. You're like sitting there in (laughs) silence, like good for you. You know, like, I don't get that. I'm way too intense. I have way too much energy to like sit in silence. But after seeing him do it for, you know, so many years, I picked up on it. And I just think that awareness that I developed from starting with one minute of meditation and then doing two minutes of meditation and three minutes of meditation, that gave me space to, like I said, sit with myself and get to know myself on a deeper level and get comfortable with my emotions. And I, like I said, I'm an intense person. Like I, I'm as intense as they come. I'm Scorpio, Italian, Irish type A, like I, I'm very intense. And I used to take that intensity as a negative thing. When people would call me intense, it made me feel some type of way. Mm -hmm. And I finally figured out that that is my superpower. My intensity Mm -hmm. is my superpower. It allows me to show up in an amazing capacity for friendships, relationships, work. And so I really think that getting to know myself on that deeper level, and like I said, kind of rewrite those beliefs of, you know, my perceived weaknesses and turning those into my strengths is really what helped me with that self-belief and just knowing that I, you know, I'm a unique person and I add something to the world that maybe other people can't. And so, um, yeah, just getting to know yourself on that deep level and flipping those weaknesses into your strengths is what really did it for me. I love that. I love that. And even like, um, just speaking about mindset shifts, I mean, we're on a podcast where we talk about mindset, right? It's like, even I, I want people to really think about this too, because this is so powerful. Like a word will make you feel something in your body. So you hear this word intense. And if somebody has it directed at you, you feel a certain way in your body. What you did is you went in and you found that belief that intense means this path. And you said, no, actually intense for me. I choose to believe it means this path. And so when you hear that word, you're like, that's my freaking superpower. Like people pay me money for this. And like, I inspire the world with this as opposed to going that other direction. I think what people don't get is that they have a choice 
to believe one way or the other. They think their beliefs are like set in stone. I know a lot of people confuse beliefs and truth, right? They're like, oh, no, it's absolutely, no, absolutely not. Because belief means you can have a little bit more information and you could change where you're currently, what you're currently believing, right? So, I mean, even just saying that, like, that is like a superpower, right? Having the ability of being able to find those beliefs. So let me ask you, like, is that something that came naturally or was that through some of your training when it comes to like um, being able to like really target? I know you said in, in, in the intro talking about limiting beliefs, has that been something that comes natural to you or did you have to like learn how to do that? Oh, no, definitely something that I had to learn how to do. Honestly, mm. I had to learn how to be real with myself. You know, I think mm. that we look at people around us and oftentimes we see our limitations and like, Oh, I'm not like that. Or I'm not like this. Mm. And that makes us kind of show up in the world in a way that isn't true to ourselves. And so, um, yeah, just really digging deep and, and, you know, obviously through my life and success coaching certification, I've learned so many amazing tools that have really helped me take it to the next level. You know, mm -hmm. like I said, in my early twenties, that weight loss, meditation, all those kinds of things that created the awareness, right? But what are you going to do with that awareness? I needed to actually implement, I needed to find things that I could use in those moments when I felt that way to shift my energy and just get out of that feeling of, Oh, I'm intense and that's yucky or Ugh, mm. I feel this type of way or you. So I really needed those practical tools to be able to help me in those moments. And that's really what's made all the difference in my life. Awesome. 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 And I, I want to shift a little bit to kind of like talk a little bit about like some of the people that you help, because this is what I've like found to be so helpful is like when you're able to discover that inside of yourself. And by the way, I don't know. A lot of people that I talk to start off in health and fitness. Like that's that original transformation. And then it just opens the door for me personally. It did too. It was like, Hey, I grew over here. How can I become a better husband? How can I become a better father? How can I become a better police officer? How can I become a better coach? And it started off there. I don't know. Maybe there's some science behind starting with your health and wellness. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but I'm curious in terms of like, how it, you go about like maybe bringing these breakthroughs, like really attacking these limiting beliefs and really helping out your potential um, clients and your customers and stuff like that. How, how is it that you help them? Honestly, I think I've gotten really good at asking questions. And that's mm -hmm. something that I am proud of because I think oftentimes like we speak more than we listen and I'm guilty of that. I think we all are. And by becoming a coach, I've really learned how to kind of pick up on people's cues and what they're saying, and then ask them questions that allow them to figure it out for themselves. I'm not in the business of giving people answers or telling you what to do. I love to guide people on their own journey so that they can figure out what's going on inside of them. And then, and then, um, it's okay. We got a dog coming over, taking over the show. I'm sorry. So I'm sorry. Right. Give me one second. Thank you. I was like, dang it. Um, she just startled me there for a second. Um, but I love, my thing is, is like, I don't want to be somebody's life coach forever. I want to empower you to be your own life coach. I want to teach you tools and I want to teach you how to ask yourself those questions in those moments so that you don't have to rely on somebody for the rest of your life. But when you're in those moments, you can turn inward and be like, okay, what am I feeling right now? Like what's going on in my body? Where is this inside of my body? Okay, there it is. Let me sit with it. Okay, it doesn't feel totally comfy. That's okay. Mm -hmm. It's fine that this doesn't feel comfortable. What is this trying to teach me right now? Mm -hmm. So you're kind of asking yourself those questions to walk yourself off of whatever's going on, to get yourself out of that overwhelm and get your energy redirected into a more positive place. I love that. I love that. I mean, kind of the process that you talked about is something that I talk about when it comes to like just processing emotions, right? Instead of like running from it, 
grabbing something like that you're not supposed to eat or going out and, you know, watching stuff on social media, like just instead of buffering, just like processing it. And you're right. Like when you can separate yourself from it and go, Oh, like, this is the way that discomfort is supposed to feel. This is the way the fear is supposed to feel. This is the way the humiliation is supposed to feel. It's not so it's, it's, you can like just step out of your body for a second and realize, Oh, okay, this, this isn't going to actually kill me. I'll be fine in like three minutes, which is when this feeling is kind of like going to go out. Right. So I love that. I love that so much. Um, so I, I had a question. Oh man, I kind of lost that train of thought on, on, on a question because you, that was, that was a really powerful idea about processing emotions. Um, and let me ask you this. Um, and it kind of seems like you're in this, you were in this process of like, um, multiplying. And here's what I mean by that. So you personally went through a transformation, right? You work with a life coach and I'm sure that they ask you really powerful questions. And then you did what I actually wrote about, right? Which is like learning how to coach yourself. Like what people don't understand is like you're where you just said in the beginning uh, or a couple of minutes ago is like, when you give somebody an answer, what you're saying is like the answer is contained, has to contain in this sentence that I just told you right? Oh, you have to do it this way. And if that doesn't work, then what you do is we usually make it mean something about us or we make it mean something about the world's going to end or whatever, right? But when you ask a powerful question, there's infinite number of responses. And I love that because what happens is for me, I treat it like a science experiment. Oh, that answer didn't work. Let me try another one. Let me try another one, right? And when you get really good at being able to coach other people, you also get really good at coaching yourself. And I see that because you're, that, that's the process that you were talking about earlier by being able to like really change this idea of like being intense, right? Is asking yourself those questions and being able to do that. So um, it's kind of like you're multiplying, right? You're, you're able to now take this and pass that on to your clients. And then my guess is you're going to be creating little shades who are like, hey, you know what? I want to be able to do this to other people. And what's awesome um, and I'll get down off my high horse right now is like, when you start doing that for other people, I know what the power of that is. Cause then they're going to start doing it with their family. And then they're going to start doing with the people that work. And you don't realize, like we said it earlier, like the ripple effect that you're making. So I just want to say, and it, well, first off, acknowledge and appreciate you for doing that because that is extremely powerful. The ripple effect that you can make by teaching people that process. It really is. And I have, to, I just want to share this. I want to mm. share this on my Instagram because I got one of the coolest messages I've ever got about a week mm. ago. One of my former clients, she was at a Elton John concert and I was like, Oh my gosh, that looks so fun. She was with her family. And she messaged me back and she was like, I wouldn't be here if it weren't for you. And I'm not taking that in like a, Oh, awesome me. And I told her, no, that was the work you did. But through the work that we did, she was able to heal these relationships that she had with her family members to where before she wouldn't have she wouldn't have ever gone to that concert with her family, right? It would have frustrated her, probably made her react. One of her family members would have said something that maybe pissed her off, and she responded yeah. in a way she didn't like. And so that was just like such a powerful moment for me as a coach to be like, oh my gosh, like these things where you know sometimes we don't realize the impact that we're having on people, but when you get messages like that where somebody has a better relationship with their family, I'm like, this is what I do it for, and it just gave me even more motivation to keep going. I, I totally agree. I totally agree. And a lot of times for me, what I found is like, it's even something different than the person came to me for, like they came to me to yep. lose weight or they came to me and then they give me, they send me this message about how they connected with their kids. For me, that's like my, that's like my super, I'm like, oh man, you're, you're hitting my heart when you're talking about that. Right. Um, I, I love yep. that. So let me ask you this. Um, and, and we're getting to the end, but I, I want to ask you if there's like, um, you know, being a life coach, I get a lot of people that I'm in conversations with who have different myths about what a life coach or a success coach actually is. So I want to see if you could tackle that. Like, 
what are what is like maybe one of the myths that maybe you hear out there about life coaches or maybe just even that word that once we again it creates some kind of feeling in somebody's body whenever you hear the word life coach what is something that maybe you feel that you would like to debunk here today in terms of what a life coach or a success coach does or is you know what's funny is i used to feel that way i used mm-hmm. to think life coach what is that what is the life coach you know mm-hmm. what i mean and it's it's funny because I think we have all these different perceptions based on things that we've heard or what a life coach has been in the past. But I just think that, you know, some people think, oh, I'm going to hire this life coach and they're going to give me all the answers. Mm. And that is not what it is. A life coach is there to support you, to hold space, to guide you, like I said earlier, so that you can figure out the answers on your own. And so I would like to debunk that. A life coach is not going to have all the answers. They're not going to be able to cure all your problems and your limiting beliefs, but they're going to provide the space and give you the tools to figure that out for yourself. I love that. I love that. And you said this word, um, these, these, these two words a couple of times, and that is like hold space. All right. So us in the life coach world, we know what that means, but I want you to kind of explain that. So when you say the word hold space, what do you mean? What I mean is being able to ask somebody and sit with them. Like I said, in those trenches, while they maybe work through some uncomfortable emotions or maybe some things that they went through as a child or in high school, maybe some, maybe somewhere along the line, they had some you know, childhood wounds, or they were bullied in high school. And when we get older, and like, we take in more and more information, every single second, sometimes we forget about those experiences. And we don't understand why we're reacting or responding the way we are. So holding space to me really means just providing a safe place. Like I tell my clients, like, cry with me, like, get upset. Like, this is the place for you to feel completely safe in your own body and your own emotions and be able to express them in a way so that you can start to connect dots for yourself. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And, and um, man, I, I've, I've come across this so many times is like when people think that like their significant other or their friends or their family are the best versions of a life coach. And, and they kind of like, they kind of like either have you, they try and tell you to like, push your emotions down or they try and like, just basically give you like an easy way out, or actually it's the harder way out. And they feel that that's the same kind of relationship. I I found that so often that people are like, Oh, I've got this person. I've got this person. And there's just a different feeling and a different like um, situation you're in when somebody's just holding space for you. And it's okay to just tell them kind of like what's going on um, and know that like, they're not there to fix a problem or something like that. No, that's the, none of us are broken. It's just like this exploration of asking great questions and pulling that out. So, okay. I want to wind with, down with this question. Okay. Um, I want you to picture that you're in a room with the Shay who was, let's just say approximately 18. All right. 18 younger version of Shay. What would be something that you would give, maybe some piece of advice that you think that that 18-year-old, the younger version of Shay, would need to hear right now from you? What would be something that you think would make an impact to maybe speed up that process or maybe help you through some things that maybe you were struggling with from that 18 to 25? I just think like, it's going to be okay. You will figure it out. I put so much pressure on myself for so much of my life. And I know that probably, you know, I have that competitive nature being a former athlete, but I really did put so much pressure on myself. I thought that I was going to be the CEO of a company by 22. And this is what it was going to look like. And my life looks nothing like that. And I wouldn't change a thing. So I think it did take me, you know, like just trusting in myself in the universe, like I said, and knowing that every 
experience is teaching me something. And now I can look back on my 20s and realize like everything that I perceived as a failure was teaching me something to get me to where I'm at now. That is so awesome. Like just having that thought, like even just in my brain, just saying like, we're going to be able to figure this out. Like that just gives me a feeling of like being empowered, feeling of like being in charge, being in control. And like, you're going to go very, very far with those kind of things. So I love that. I love that. Shay, you really rocked it here today. Just like we, you said you were going to bring the energy in the beginning and you definitely did. So here's the thing. People are going to get to this part of the podcast there. Some people might want to reach out and and ask more questions, follow you, see what they can do to work with you. Um, What's the best way that if somebody wants to learn more about uh, what you got going on, how can they connect with you? You can find me on Instagram at Her Healthy Hustle. My website is www.herhealthyhustle.com, but my DMs are always open. I love talking to people. Um, say hi. If you have any questions about anything that we talked about, I'm always open to connecting with people online and, and just having those deep conversations. I love that heart healthy hustle. <laughs> that is awesome. Her- her, her healthy hustle. There you go. Her healthy hustle. That is awesome. That is a great play on words. I really love that. Um, all right, guys, thank you guys very much for making it to the end of another episode. Um, Shay really brought it here today. Definitely go check her out. She has a lot of great stuff. Um, I follow her too on Instagram, which is an incredible space. Um, you'll find a lot of great information there. Um, but guys, like I say all the time, there's hundreds of thousands of other podcasts out there and you stay to the end of this. Um, thanks. Thank you to Shay for bringing the energy on this one. Guys, I appreciate you for being here. Thank you guys very much. We look forward to seeing you guys on the next episode. Thank you all for listening to another episode. Now, there are hundreds of thousands of other podcasts out there. I greatly appreciate you for choosing ours. If you enjoy the content, be sure and subscribe and take a few seconds to rate and review the podcast. I would greatly appreciate it. I'd also like to invite you to learn more about our Mastermind Team for Leaders, where we're taking many of the concepts you hear on the show, diving deeper and creating strategies and plans for implementation. If you're a leader who's curious what a Mastermind Team could do for you, head to the show notes or go to mindsetwithmark.com forward slash mastermind to see a video breakdown of how it all works. Regardless, I want to let you know you have everything already living on the inside of you to have success. Stay safe out there and see you on the next episode.